we're here good afternoon good evening good morning wherever you are locked on what's up everybody it is your girl nads and we are back on the zone season five episode one premiere i can't believe we're here at season five like the amount of people we've already interviewed for the zone has been amazing of course if you want a recap of that make sure you hit a planet soca whether that's on youtube or facebook or twitch just search planet soca i would say go to youtube because all the videos are there you can recap every interview we've had thus far some great guests whether they're djs rts producers engineers we've had it so thank you so much for getting us here for season five like i said it is your girl nads and if you are interested in becoming a sponsor for the zone of course you can hit us up via email info at socamatters.com we will get back to you and let you know how you can do that of course season five is powered by our sponsors dj simply smooth maverick customs rhythm stream mr roots of whiz records and this season someone new scratch master i want to big him up he was one of my last interviews last season in season four if you want to check that out make sure you go to youtube and search planet soca so I'm gonna get right into it. We have a great guest today to start off season five. This is somebody who has offices in both Trinidad and LA. Um, he's worked with artists around the globe. Like I can't even name all the artists, but we're talking about countries in Trinidad, Jamaica, New York, Los Angeles. Um, he's had his hands in multiple genres. And when I talk to him, you will know he's done Calypso, Chutney Soca, Soca, Reggae, R&B, you name it. He's worked with everybody. He is a force to be reckoned with, carrying the title of founding member and CEO. I'm talking about the head producer and engineer of Precision Productions. Of course, please welcome to The Zone, season five, Mr. Casey Phillips. Boop, 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 boop. We are here. I'm still lacking yes, sound effects. <laughs> How are if you? I, Thank you for joining if us. If I knew that, I would have brought my sound effects if I knew you needed sound effects. I do. <laughs> I think I'm, I may have to hit you up after because every season and every interview that I start, I do my boop, 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 boop myself and it's still it's not working. I got to I got to get the sound effects. <laughs> so how are you? Where are you in the world right now? I Tell am us. in Los Angeles right now. I'm good. Um, it's 11 a.m. here. I know it's 2, 2 p.m. by you. But yeah, yes. I had to wake up early to make sure I was here on time. Thank you. I, I blame the Planet Soca team. Check with the people and find out where they are. So thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for waking up early. Um, no before we, we get into everything, I want to ask, how are you? How's your family doing? And of course, your little son, because I've seen him on Instagram. So cute. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Um, most of, uh, all of my family, main families in Trinidad right now. Right. Um, with the exception of some here and there. Uh, my son is home. Everybody's good. I'm just waiting on the borders to be open so I could actually go home. But yeah. um, everything is good. Everything. Have is you good. have you been good. stationed in LA the whole time during the pandemic? I or? went. I was home for I think a month or two in earlier this year. Right. With the whole quarantine and all of that. So I'm just right. waiting on the borders to open because that quarantine process trust yeah, me is crazy i mean <laughs> no i can imagine and here in toronto it's a little it's been a little crazy because we've been we've been on lockdown for so long um right. even when people were opening up only now as of yesterday we call it a stage three where you can now go eat in the mm. restaurant 
Um, oh, so we're... Oh, y'all know again today? Yes. Wow. Okay. okay <laughs> problems okay. in Toronto. Problems. So I we're mean, just that, now. That's good. That's good, though, because that means they're taking extra precautions. So that's Yeah, good. they have been. So slowly but surely wins this race. Um, And I want to say for anybody locked on, if you're locked on on Facebook, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, you I will see the live comments. So if you have questions for this man, let me know. If you want any big ups to say hello to him, yes, let me know. Of course, I got a big up. I am DJ Bass right here in toronto he's asking me if this is live hey stupidity yeah, I, I just it's live <laughs> it's live you don't see the live in the corner yes it is live base so thank you for joining us i'm gonna get right into these questions because i have so sure. much to ask you um i've been a fan of like the rhythms and the music that you've made and it's funny because i know who you are but i don't know who you are if that makes sense i know of perfect. you know your company precision right <laughs> precision productions i know you're the founding member i know you're the ceo i know you're all of those things talk to me about how you got the company started so precision wow that's a long journey um, <laughs> i can imagine let me let me give you a, a simple answer so pretty much the company was started because i think back I, I can't give you years, but way back I was operating as Casey Phillips, the producer. Right. And um, I wasn't really taking it serious. It was a hobby. I was coming home from school and just doing music in the, in the, in the evenings and it's whatever. If I get paid, I get paid. If I don't get paid, whatever. Right. I love what I'm doing. It's cool. But I think the company side of things started from having to now brand myself. Um, right. I think I always give the funny story of me trying to get a loan from the bank and they didn't want to give me a loan because I had $14 in my bank account because everything we get is, is we get paid in person. Right. So it was like, well, we can't do this loan. We don't see any income. Uh, yeah, no credit. Really, well, yeah, well, Trinidad do operate on credit like, like, mm. in, like in the other countries, but still they had no credit history, no track record. And that, right. that's kind of what started me in like, wait, wait, I need to do, I need to get serious. And that was that was the that was the change. That was what what caused it. The and, kick in um, the butt. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and, and and then I had to get serious and start branding the company, doing bank accounts, the, the full works. Yeah. Um, so so I, that was that'll be the answer I'll give you for now. <laughs> I like it, but it ended up having you to learn the business and the background to all. You know how to do those things. You know tax and registration well, and corporation yeah, and yeah, yeah. Exactly. you know exactly. such and such and, and so and back on. Then back then coming out of school, you didn't really know. We we're guessing, so I had to kind yeah. of figure things out as as we go along. Absolutely. And that's, you know, I love school, but that's the one thing they don't teach you is how, how you do a corporation, how you just yep. file your tax, you know, how you just yep. get your paperwork to the bank and open up your accounts. It's those basic things I still think we need um, yes, just across the Caribbean. Literacy. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So let's mm -hmm. talk about that as we talk on your journey now. Everybody knows, you know, your pops is Kenny Phillips, a very well-known Trinidadian music producer, owner of the KMP Music Lab, which you've worked in, um, and right. CEO of WACK Radio 90.1 FM. So my right. question to you is, yes, you followed in your father's footsteps. I'm sure you're going to tell me why. And then I want to talk about, you know, how you come out of um, your father's legacy, because, you know, legacy is there but how you branch off and make your own. So talk to me first about why you wanted to follow in his, in his footsteps. Well, that's a strange question to answer. I mean, to me, to me, it was natural. There mm -hmm. was, I mean, I could have done other things, but the natural law of order was to do music. Um, yeah. I was born into it. I was around it from small. And right. I, I developed a love for it from young, um, crawling in the studio and, 
playing around and, and breaking stuff. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there was football and other things and computers and all of that, but it was always around music. So it's kind of hard to answer why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I get I mean, it. We, we, we know why. Um, yeah. But they, they, for me, there was no other choice at that point. And not, right. not that it was forced. It was just the natural. natural the natural, choice. yeah. Natural evolution yeah. of who you are in the industry. And you're yeah. like all you guys, your whole family is musically inclined. Because I saw, you know, your sister's an artist. I think your your brother Kyle, is he in it within yeah, the yeah, industry my, my as well? Kyle is Bajan Republic. He produces as well. My sister just launched as an artist, Savannah. Um, well, my dad has a radio station. My mom is the manager of the radio station, but she still dabbles in writing calypsos and right. singing little things here and there. So yeah, all of us, all of us have some some hand to play in it. I would say. I love that. And so let me talk about that. Like, because you, you're starting in this, or at the time when you were starting in the industry, you've got your dad's legacy over your head. So how did you? How do you get people, industry peers, artists, you know, other peers who are producers to take you seriously? Because I'm sure when you walk into a place and they don't see your pops, they're like, okay, so where is he? Oh, you're doing it? Oh, okay. Like, how do you, well, how did that, you work exactly, with that? That's exactly what happened. Um, uh, mm. When I was young, he would say, yo, handle that session for me and go and sleep. Right. And client will come and they'll be like, well, where your father? Yeah. <laughs> say, well, he's sleeping. He's, and they'll say, you know what you're doing? You sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> and bet your bottom dollar by the end of that session, yeah, they want to work with me. They don't even want to work with him again. <laughs> um, so I think it was just, it was kind of a sink or swim. I mean, of yeah. course, I had to know what I was doing. Otherwise, right. I'd be fired from, from, from the start. But yeah, it was kind of sink or swim. Um, I had to prove myself and from there, build up my own clientele. Um, yeah. so, so simple things like from... My dad worked with Marshall. I would have gotten that in to do some Marshall sessions. Right. And even some of the Calypsonians, Rashorty, yeah, rest in peace. I worked with yes. him from my dad. So it, right. was, it was things like that. But I still had to prove that I know what I was doing. Yeah, so I had of course. Some, some form of talent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for your talent, eh? <laughs> so let me talk, like, for people, because we're in Toronto. Like I said, a lot of people are fans of soca music. There's tons of us here. But people know of the name of your brand and your production company, but people don't know who you are. So let's talk about that. If people were to meet you and you were to, to describe your brand or the company, like somebody said, yo, what do you do? Like, how would you explain it to them? Hmm. <laughs> how would I explain it? We um, make music and I it's fun. A, I actually have a video to do uh, on this this evening, yes. And I, I tried to do it yesterday and I was blank because I was like, how do I explain this? Um, ah. <laughs> So we are production house slash label. Right. And I got, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you my politically correct answer. Yes, tell me. We tell take me. we take the sounds and the music of the Caribbean and bring it to the globe. Ah, right. Yes. That's mm -hmm. that's that's my politically refined <laughs> answer. Yes. Um, but but outside of that, yeah, we produce soca, calypso, dancehall, reggae, anything Caribbean is what we yeah. specialize in. Yes, we do other genres, but it's a production house slash label. All right. That was good. That's good practice for, for later. Right. Not bad. Perfect. Yeah, I need to do this video. <laughs> That's okay. We have this recorded so you can look back at what you said, make some notes and try the video again. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. As soon as are, I you... <laughs> are you doing that for the website? Like, is that for the branding or is that something you're posting on no, YouTube that's um, coming we up? Actually, we actually, I don't even know if I could talk about this. We actually oh. featured um on my distributor's social media for, I guess, uh, the label reggae uh, what it is label of the month for reggae mm -hmm, or something right. like that 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the full full works, but um something like that. So some I have to do a video on that. That's cool. Just give them a little explainer video, sixty seconds, and I, I was blank yesterday trying to. Do it, so. <laughs> so here, there's your practice. There you go. Um, I do want to give a shout out. I have a loyal follower that follows up uh, the Loxon from Paris in oh, in wow. yeah in Europe. So he just said to tell you he loves your job and he says hello. He's a fan as well. His name there is Steve Steve V Media's Paris. I know, right? Yeah. Always locked on. What time um, is there, boy? I think it's like to be. I think it's eight o'clock in the evening. I know it's evening time. Mm, um, okay. Stivey Media's. If you tell us what time it is, let us know in the comments. Yeah, I think it, it's I've eight. Seen the comments, yeah. You seen it? <laughs> All right. So tell us now for people who you know are fans of you who want to get into the business of what you do. I want to get to nitty gritty of what you do. What is a typical day like for you when you get up to you know do your walk and get into the studio? What's a typical day like for you? <laughs> Well, my my day doesn't start in the morning because I I'm a night night owl. Studio uh, time is till three four yeah. five in the morning. So I would say from ten eleven in the morning, um, just get catch ready, a little nap. Get, get ready, wake up, take it yeah. easy. Um, breakfast, check emails, make yeah. sure make sure there's no fires to out. Yes, <laughs> catch up on everything, and then either probably just I might do gym on that day, might not, and then head to the studio. Um, right. Most of the time is in the studio. Every now and again, I'll take a break and relax and probably do little staycations here and there or yeah. go back home. But um, it's it's generally studio. Studio right. and revolves around networking or recording or producing. And then so, on Fridays, uh-huh. on Fridays, shameless plug, I have my stream with my little class that we do Friday Beat Slime. Um, yes, I wanted to ask, you're still doing that because yeah. you started that during the pandemic in January, made its premiere, correct? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're still doing that. That's awesome. So people need yeah, to every Friday, check yeah. that out. Every Friday at what time? Your time. What time every is that? Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific in LA, which is 7 in Trinidad. Yeah, we do. It's just it's just an informal class where I might build a beat, I might mix a song. And, um, and you pretty much take in. people through that, right? Yeah, how yeah, to do it. Cool thing. Um, the students pretty, pretty much see everything via Zoom. And um, oh, right. they ask questions live as, as I'm doing it. Um, right, of course. It's crazy. Today, I was looking at the, the amount of episodes, and it's every Friday since January. Come all the way down, with, with the exception of, like, one or two. So yeah, it's isn't crazy. that crazy? It's, we over, like, 15 episodes. So you could go back and look at anyone once you sign up. That's cool. Yeah. And and where, if people wanted to look at those episodes, are they on your website? Or yeah, are they on, on the website. Uh, PrecisionGlobalMusic.com. Okay. Even on the Instagram, you could get a link to go to it. Okay, um, good. It's called Friday Beat Slime, which which was pretty much the replacement for Audio Essentials because I was doing the workshops in person, the five day workshops. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with with pandemic and everything shut down, I had to figure out a way to still do it, yeah, in a cool way. Yeah, um, of course. So so that that was a replacement for that. Nothing can get cooler than watching you do it live, for, especially for people you know who are trying to get into the industry and seeing what you're doing. Like that's the mm-hmm. best way to learn. Like, and I and I and I knew nothing about streaming, so that was a process by itself, like figuring out how to do this whole. Hey, this, you and me this, both, buddy. You and me both, because <laughs> I know my backside did not. You see all of this? Like we have one guy that does art, but I didn't know any of the stream yard. Right. I had to learn to, and you make right, right, you right. know the pandemic. You know, I think that was a good thing, and I think you might agree, like. As much as we're building our skills, it allowed us to build it more and forced us to change the way we were comfortable doing things, you know? Right. So I love that. Yeah, that's so, what I tell you. I have my sound effects. It's all from the stream. I could just trigger my sound effects if I knew I needed that. I could idea some. Hey, I may have, to, I may have to link with you after because I need some. Because every time I start an interview, I want to I do a sound effect and it's just me and it's just sounding a little 
a little hot mess now. I can't keep doing that. <laughs> so speaking on this and, and you know, the things that you're doing, how are you how are you staying relevant? Like, how are you finding your musical inspirations of late? Where are you looking for that? Hmm. That's always a hard think, question. Yeah, well, not really. With the pandemic, and I hate to keep going back to this word because I'm tired hearing it by now, but with the shutdown of everything, yeah. um, I think it forced a lot of us in the Caribbean to start thinking outside of the box. Yeah. Even though, not saying we weren't before, but now it was like, okay, we have time to focus on this. Yes. And I think with that, I started to um, drift away from the regular uh ahsoka if 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 you wanna if you, if i wanna call it that yeah um so it gave me time to experiment and dive into different things start listening different music um right. so yeah so that's where i've been uh that would be coming soon mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a little going to be a little um a little is, left field oh is this a little is this a little exclusive you're dropping me right now I'm only talking about it. Um, it's going to be a, a little left field, a little experimental, but I think now uh, now is a time where we needed the change. Right. Um, but especially with Carnival being so iffy. Yeah. Um, nobody knows when it's coming back, if it's coming back. I mean, yeah. it would at some point, but I think it forced all of the creatives in the Caribbean to figure out life outside of Carnival. As, yeah. As crazy as that might sound. Um, yeah. So so that's what I've been focusing on. Um, oh, I can't wait. When okay, so now I'm gonna ask like you're working on it. You have a plan to put it out this year. You're looking maybe next year. I would say towards the end of the year into next year. Okay, it's it's there's no rush, and I kind of taking my time to make sure that it makes sense. Yeah, because I can't I can't be too left field and miss the whole boat. Yeah, of course. This weird, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I've been on that. I mean, still researching, (laughs) learning, figuring out ways to upgrade and and strengthen the sound of Soka. Um, Absolutely. Of course, not ignoring that, but still want to try some experimental stuff as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's the only way to grow. I love that. Um, so let me ask you, instead of maybe asking artists, let, let me ask maybe genre. In, in your playlist, because you are experimenting and listening to other people, what kind of maybe of the top three genres or something that you're listening to now that people wouldn't expect from you? Um, I could tell you right now. Oh, I love great. it. Um, so I have a lot of Galamatias, Troy what? Boy. No, it's going to be oh, really yeah. random. Eh? Oh, wow. Really random. Left and right. Um, Pink Sweat, mm-hmm. uh, Sn- Snow Allegra. Yeah. She's awesome, uh, man. What Pink Sweat is good, Major. too. Mm-hmm. Major's mm. always somebody. I mean, I love them, too, because of the way they experiment as well. Um, exactly. And then, you know, the features that they do with different artists is always so cool to hear Major exactly. do their stuff. I love that. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's all random. over. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. I've been heavy into they as well, an R&B group called they. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. More, more on that, more on that wave of things. And do people like, cause you know, you are who you are. Do people send you a lot of like artists through social media or do you get tons of email where they're like, yo, check this one out or, and how do you filter through that? Like, how do you know? Uh, not, not really. You know, I'll, I'll get more so beats and songs to review. Right. But not so much playlist recommendations. I mean, I have friends who I trust who would send something and be like, let me check this out. Yeah. But I don't get, I don't get tons of that. Yeah. To be honest. Okay, so it's more beats in production. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Or mixes, (laughs) mixes to listen. 
Of course. Yeah. Check this out. Let me know what you think. Give me an honest opinion. Do you hate, like, do you ever hate that where it says, okay, give me an honest opinion. You're like, ah, shit. If I give you my honest opinion, you might not like what I have to say. Like, does that, oh, you ever that's, dread that's, that? That's all the time. All the time. Has there ever been, um, where you've given an opinion, you're like, uh, this person hasn't talked to you ever since? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think people, I think uh, people know now. Yeah. <laughs> that when they send something, I'm gonna give them the real, real. So it's kind of like, uh, well, it's like gotta be song, right. But, but. Uh, I think it could fix this, 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 this. But yeah, I, I think, I think they know now. I mean, I, I mean, if you ask an honest opinion, you're gonna get honest opinion. So and that's it. If you can't take the honesty, well, welcome to the industry. Like you're not gonna survive, <laughs> right? That's what yeah, it is. I, I try, I try my best now to kind of to. Easy blow. Soften the not, blow. Not, not everybody can take it, and there's enough in some weird, as you say, some some weird um reactions. Uh, right. So I try now. So we have a cool question in the comments from DJ Base here in Toronto. Big up Base. That's one of my homeboys. Um, he says every year Soka samples uh evolve in various styles and genres. So if you had to pick or have a vibe, where do you think it's going next? Where it's going next? That's a good question. Um, it's tough. I have a biased answer. Um, yeah, let me hear. I'm sure Bass would want to hear it too. <laughs> without giving out too much, just watching the trends of where music is at now, I think mm -hmm. Soka is going to slow down. Um, I know we had we had a a, a big uptick in power and small yes. island Soka and and wildness, which was great. Yes. Um, it had a good run, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great for the small islands and all the all the, the Denry segments and all those mm -hmm. things. But I think I want to believe it's going to slow down again, um, and get back to being less. Yeah. Try not to give too much. That's just right. that's my opinion. I could be wrong, yeah. but um, yeah, get back to that's... being less. Hmm. All right, base. Let me know how you feel with that answer because that's a good answer. And speaking of different things, I did want to talk about one thing that I that I saw you did during the pandemic, Soka Kids, which was so mm. cool, where you did the kid-friendly Soka, you did the Carnival Party Volume 1. Um, right. Can we expect that maybe down the road in the future you might have time to do a Volume 2? Because that was really nice. Like, Explain to the people who don't know, because I did my research, obviously. Um, explain to them what Soka Kids was. Or so is Soka Kids is was um so initiative between Precision and Advocate Productions where yeah. we saw the void in the market for kid friendly Soka content. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think I had friends at the time where I I my son wasn't born yet. Bad friends at the time who kids were singing Soka songs with adult lyrics. Yeah. Um, and I was like, mm, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and then and then it kind of dawned on me, like, we have no kid-friendly Soka content and we have right. all these songs. We just need to clean up some of the lyrics and just make it happen. And um, between myself and Kit, we had a bunch of songs in our catalog already. And it was like, let's let's try something and see what we could do. Yeah. And then um, Stephen Taylor with RNS Productions came on on the visual front to do the music video. And the whole casting for the kids, it, it, it was it was a cool process because so many kids showed up and we, we were even surprised that so many kids wanted to even do this. Right. Um. Yeah. So so that was cool. The, the, the unfortunate thing was the whole pandemic and the shutdown. As soon as we launched, that happened. So we couldn't really follow up with events and the full rollout that we wanted to. But of right. course, I think we, we will get back to it at some point when 
we could gather again because soccer kids is very um it's heavily based on kids and gathering having fun mm-hmm. um so right now we can't do that well at least yeah. until that. so so uh, until we could do that again then yeah <clears throat> and i loved it because i saw cheers for life you know one of your Right. that you've had your hands in by voice. And I saw the video that you did with the kids and how the lyrics change and it's very friendly. Right. Right. I was like, this is so awesome because you're right. Like how many times have I seen nieces, nephews, you know, cousins all singing lyrics. I'm like, no, 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 you shouldn't be saying that. So if anybody wants to listen to Carnival Party Volume 1, it is on Spotify and streaming platforms. So check that out. Shameless plug for you. Soka Kids, it's so cool. And anybody yeah, looking to have their kids, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's live. Yeah, it's everywhere. You can search anywhere. YouTube, all the digital platforms. Soka Kids with a Z. With a Z, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Soka Kids with a Z. And speaking of more music, you know, you're, you have been involved in so many rhythms in the Soka scene. Like, I can't name all of them, but the ones I'm... I know I'm familiar with and I love is like the Antilles, Paradise, Jam Band, Lip Service, I love. What a great, you know, Patrice on that one was great. Do you have in in your own, like any favorite rhythm that you did or if you don't want to be biased, any favorite story you can share making one of those rhythms? Hmm. I'm stumping you today hard, eh? No, I I, <laughs> I came prepared with my questions. It's just, I'm just thinking <laughs> if I want to change the answer. Um. I'm going to give a different answer. Actually, okay. no. No, no, no. I'll give you two. Okay. Antilles will always will always hold a special place because Antilles was kind of the the breakthrough rhythm that kind of yep. started everything. That was when um when I just returned from Los Angeles and that, that whole thing was an experiment as well. Right. Um a songwriting experiment, which worked. Um so that kind of started that whole revolution of songwriters in Soka. Yeah. Um, but also your bad rhythm has an interesting story because your bad rhythm came from what we just spoke about with the uptick of Island Soka. Yes. And it was kind of analyzing the market and saying, okay, I could do pretty groovy like Antilles. Yeah. But that's not what we're working right now. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of like, all right, how can I blend these two and make Wajang Soka for people to get on like yes. Wajangs, but still keep it with the kinda. soul of the groovy soccer. So it was kind of right. like this blend up of an influence of, of, of those two things. And it worked. Um, yeah, it did work. I saw the, pr- the was, pretty song, pretties little, on that yeah, song, it was a little, right? It was a little out of the norm for precision, but but it worked. Um, so I would, that's the two I would, I would point out. I mean, all of them have stories, but that's the two I would, I would point out. And anybody looking for those rhythms, obviously you can go to Precision, Precision Productions YouTube. I know it's on there as well. They have a, yeah. you have the video for Yabad is right there as soon as you click onto it. Right. And I love that track. That track is so, even like, you know, how many years later, like two years or a year and a half later, it's still pumping for me. So yeah. kudos to you for, you know, coming outside of your box. I love that. Um, and talking about because, you know, LA is where you're at. You know, congratulations on the uh, studio. You have the branding there, Crystal Room Studio. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that. I know I read an article where you had gotten um, a bit of a Wells Fargo grant as well to assist with. So, con- like, that's an awesome fleet. Why LA? Um, and and how is it going now with the studio, especially that, you know, things are starting to slowly open up? Well, LA is the hub of music, uh, film, music and film. Um I mean, yeah, there are cities like Atlanta and Miami, New York, but LA is really the hub of music. Yeah. Uh, so th- that was an obvious <clears throat> choice. But aside from that, LA, I kind of fell in love with LA back in 2010 because of the weather, 
there's beaches. I could drive to Malibu right now if I wanted. Um, there's a mixture of, of, of scenes that you could get into. Yeah. Um, and it's the closest thing to the Caribbean, even though it's far to fly here. <laughs> hate flying here. Oh, but, man. Um, but, but, yeah. But being here, it, I, I fell in love with the city. Yeah. And uh, it made the most sense. Um, right. if, if, if the mission is to take Caribbean music uh, across the globe, I think LA makes the most sense. And now yeah. with the mission, with the Grammys and all these things, it just makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, so, th- yeah, that's that's the best answer to give you why LA. And I love that because you helped me. What was the other part? Person, yeah. yeah. How is it going with the Crystal Room Studio? Because oh, right. now that the studio's open, you know, what's been going on? You know, if people are there, they can come. Like, what? how, how does it yeah, work well, now? LA is, LA is pretty much open. I mean, they're trying to close it back again. But, um, yes, the studio is pretty much open. Uh, finally, so we slowly starting rentals and kind of getting it up, up and pumping. Um, but I've been in here working ever since since January because I was kind of scared with the whole rental thing and clients and COVID right. and all of that. But the studio is here, and this is yeah, we I'm about to figure this out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and see how this goes from from this end, but it's really more so a, a hub <laughs> for networking. Right. Um, especially from the Caribbean music front, um, bringing artists in, bringing producers and bringing engineers into network and kind of showcase the music and make that. those connections to get in and penetrate this market over here. Hundred percent, absolutely. Tell people where they can find the Crystal Room Studio on social media because I I know you have the Instagram as well, right? So and anybody yeah, who Chris, visited, Crystal Room beautiful. Studio on on on, on Instagram. The <laughs> website is crystalroom.studio. Okay, um, and awesome. you can see everything about the studio, yeah. I love that. And in your answer, you actually led me to my next question. The Grammys, of course, LA is always mm-hmm. the hub for the Grammys. The 64th uh, annual Grammy Awards are coming up 2022. I believe it's January. And for right. people who don't know and don't pay attention, there is a new category called Best Global Music Performance, which I'm excited about because I know it means possibility, but I want your opinion on it. What do you think that's going to mean for soca music, artists, the Caribbean in general for what we do? What's your opinion on that? <clears throat> so to explain that, I know I know the terms always confuse people. Best, what is it? I, best I global music performance. Right. That's best what the category music is. Performance. So best mm-hmm. global music performance is pretty much a singles and track category. Mm-hmm. Um, so to, to give some background on that, right now the entire Caribbean diaspora, we have to enter stuff in the Grammys either on the world. Mm-hmm. Or reggae, depending on where. <sighs> so now with this introduction of best global music performance being a singles category, mm-hmm. soca and most Caribbean music is a singles genre. Right. We do a lot of singles. We don't do a lot of albums. So it's great for us that we can now push all our singles into this category right. and not have to shadow on the reggae. No right. disrespect to reggae, but it's just it it doesn't match. Yeah, um, exactly. We have to do it. We have to do it in certain things right now because that's just how it is. But mm-hmm. now with this, we could now fuel all our singles. Um, and we have thousands of singles every year. <laughs> yes. Um, so 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 it's great. I mean, even to get a new category, um, shout out to the guys who helped work on that, Marlon, Sean from the Grammys. Um, that was that was a huge accomplishment because even yeah. when I, I when I started on this journey in 20 Ooh, 17 somewhere there uh, a lot of the guys at the grammys was like yo this is gonna take four years to champion 
right. a, a, a genre or, or, or to lobby for a genre. So I, mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised this got in so quick. Uh, but a lot of guys had a plenty of work they put behind this. But um, yeah, yeah it's course. great. I, I'm curious to see what it would do, how it would Me work. Me too. Yeah. Um, we just got a bunch <laughs> of um, producers in as members and that we keep we keep champion for that for that cause to get more people to sign up and be members that could vote because if we don't have voting members to vote for the music it's not going to make it past the first exactly round. yeah um so we had about 16 to 20 producers and a few artists here and there that joined this year right i hope we could even cross 15 next come next march because we need we need the numbers we need yeah. even even um i keep i keep making this point to tell persons like yourself even um journalists and media houses could join to be members to vote oh um, okay exactly so 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 <laughs> i just learned that within the last month oh so, wow yeah you mightn't have um commercially released music but you could join as a journalist and say hey i do xyz abc and they will allow you to vote Oh, um, after this, so, I'm so, gonna so, I'm gonna connect with you because I'm definitely so interested we need, in we that. Need, we need, yeah, we need more of that because aside from just the musicians and the artists and the writers, we need the media houses, the journalists to come in and vote and even put out articles saying, "Hey, it's open for voting" because it, yeah. it's, it's only a short window, and I, right. I missed it already too because it's it's usually it's usually hard to track down to know unless you're on it. Um, yeah. So it's a short window. You go on, you vote online, and you you cast your vote. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it goes a long way. Cause right. I think like 2018, there was only two Soka albums in and they wouldn't make it past the first, not even the first wrong, past the, past the entry phase. Man. <laughs> Cause there's no votes. There's nobody to yeah. vote on it. And because people um, don't understand it, right? I don't expect people who are <clears throat> on yeah. these committees to understand what Soka music is. So you're right. Exactly. We definitely need the representation by all means. I will connect with you after because I would love Perfect. to... Because I work, <clears throat> for me, I work in radio in Toronto. So I have my own radio show. So we can now right. use that platform to push that. Of course. Um, of course. And then connect yeah, with even, my other even colleagues. as simple as, hey, guys, the Grammys is open now. We have XYZ songs as Soka in global performance. We encourage all the members who can't vote to go Yes. Simple yes. as that will make the world of a difference. Oh, 100%. Um, but, but, we don't, but we don't have that conversation <clears throat> going on right now. So we're trying, we're trying slowly to change that. Well, include people like me in that conversation. I will help push the narrative. That's what we're here for. 100% because, like you said, no diss to Reggae or any other, you know, Caribbean. But, like, Soka needs its own. We need to be representative. Like, it just, it needs to happen. And if now is the time, then we need more people to be aware. Because, like you said, not not enough people are aware of what's going on in the background. And that's the reason I brought up this question. Because I thought it would be a good platform to start the conversation and continue the narrative. So, thank you for sharing that. so excited. Sure. Um, in the comments, we have a we have a, a question for you from Anthony Cole Music. He says, given that Casey is a pioneer of soca and pushing the soca music globally, does he feel any pressure to continue to raise the bar on his success and represent Trinidad? Uh, I wouldn't use the word pressure. Uh, I would say it's more so obligation or responsibility at this point. Right. Uh, because it's <laughs> to me, it's easy to switch. I, I could switch and do trap and do rap all day, 24-7, and, and be fine. But that's not me. Uh, right. I don't I don't know the culture like that. I know it a little bit. But I don't live and breathe that culture. So that's not right. me. Um, so I would say it's more so a responsibility and obligation to keep pushing and, and taking the music from Trinidad out. Right. Um, the same way this Grammy uh, mantle was unofficially passed on to me um, by Martin Raymond. It's just... It's just 
It's just a responsibility. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And it, 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 yeah, it comes with the territory, and it may not be me. It could be ten years from now, the first Trini would win their Grammy, but at least I put some effort forward to help pave right. the way. And that, that's just that's that's my take on it. Uh, I just think it's a responsibility. No, I love that. Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great way to uh to put it. I agree with that. So thank you, Anthony Cole Music, uh, for asking that question. Um, I did want to talk about too. Uh, since we're talking about, you know, pushing the music, teaching people, your website actually has courses, teachable courses for people who want to get into this industry. Tell people what they can expect from the workshops that are on your website and where they can get that. Right. So so the, the workshops that are on the website is the same or the essentials that we did live. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny that we were doing it live. And then the last one in Trinidad, I was like, you know what? I want to record this and package it into a course. Right. And then the then then the shutdown happened. So it kind of it kind of worked out perfectly. Right. Imperfectly, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, the webs uh, the course is pretty much starting from the basics of setting up a studio, what you need, audio interface, microphone, acoustics, all the way up to production, mixing, mastering. We have a little bit on songwriting. Right. Um, a little bit on mas- uh, mastering itself, um, but we also touch on the business side, simple things like business etiquette, mm-hmm. how to respond to email, because trust mm-hmm. me, that's a, that's a dying art form in this. Yeah, week. man, you better believe um, that. <laughs> um, the legal, well, we don't, we couldn't record the legal side, but I touched on some of the practices, and right. then we even included marketing. We had Danny Washington and and Catherine talk about marketing and what's your story on Instagram and how to position yourself on social media. So it's kind of like a full encompassing workshop. Right. It's not just music, music, music. It's all the other parts to go along with that. As well. And this is why I love what you do and who you are, because there's not enough of us growing together. And the fact that you've made this content available for people who want to get into the, the, the scene and want to produce or engineer or start or mm. do whatever, like to have those right. platforms available through your website is awesome. So anybody looking for it, I did find the website, I believe it's precision.teachable.com. Right. Well, yeah, right. if you just go to precision site, everything is linked from precision right there. site. So, yeah. I love that. Um, and since we're talking about this, for anybody starting off in the business, um, do you have any advice for how you would recommend they build a successful customer base, whether that customer base is, you know, I'm producing and I need to build a customer base of writers or I need to build a customer base of musicians. How would somebody start that? Because that's always difficult for people. Mm. <clears throat> customer base. Ooh. From the production end or the writing end, you're going to have to do a lot of spec work, a lot of free work, um, mm. just to get your name out and start. That's right. just what comes with it. Um, a lot of rhythms, a lot of beats, just hold that, take that, release yeah. that. Um, that's how you would start. Build your customer base. Ooh, nobody asked, nobody ever asked me that question. Well, thank you. Thank you. I oh, aim so to you please. Your, so you start building <laughs> your customer base. I think I think that's the first way to get your name out. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you have to do the regular stuff, social media, good photos, good story. Yeah. Um, even you could even start doing. Um, I mean, I don't want to go too educational, but you could even do little tidbits of you making some of the beats, get people subscribed right. to your brand and to what you do. If you build beats on a beach on a laptop with the water behind you, then yeah. let people subscribe to that and you start building your customer base because that's what they expect from you. Right. Um. But yeah, whatever your story is, you wanna you wanna get 
fans and customers to subscribe to that. I love that. Thank um, you for sharing and then, that. And then my, my usual advice is always master your craft. If you mm-hmm. want to produce, if you want to be a graphic artist, if you want to be a lawyer, go and do a course or go and do a degree or go and yeah. do some kind of Linda or Udemy course online, at least to get some qualifications. And yes. you can't say you're a producer and you don't know basic basic um, music theory to some degree. Right. Or, or even the software you're using. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many times guys come with problems, um, I can't get this to work, and they don't know the software that they use every day. <laughs> right, yeah, they're not um, building their skills, right? Because things change, yeah, exactly. like software updates, Pro Tools does updates, exactly. you know, SoundForge, yeah. Adobe Audition, like there's things right. that change. I know with me, we edit at, at, at the station, so definitely you have to keep building your skill by knowing what the hell you're yeah. you're working on, yeah, right? So even, even get um, certified in the software, so like Logic, right. Pro Tools, Ableton, you could do a quick, one day, two days um, certification just in that software and it makes a world of a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? For people who don't know, I found a, um, it's through your, it's it's an app, but it's called Corsa and they have different uh, courses, whether it's marketing and branding um, and you want to do that stuff as well if it's not, because, right. you know, production and stuff is it different. Sounds like, um, it sounds similar to Skillshare. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So you can sign up for free and then there's courses you can take for free. And then if you want, right. you pay for aspects right. of it to get certified. So people just need to, we are in an age where everything is so accessible so quickly by your fingertips. Yeah, so absolutely. There's, there's no excuse. Yeah, there really isn't. hundred percent. I got a big up Sherry Hunt. She said, congratulations to you. Of course, the opening of the new studio in LA. I got one more question from mm-hmm. Anthony Cole Music. This one's a good question. He's like, um, what are some of the most challenging aspects of being in the music industry and how do you navigate those challenges? Hmm. That's a wide open question. Most challenging aspects of being in the music industry. Um, <laughs> See, I, there's, there's a few answers for that. Yeah, there can be. I know from other interviews I've had, people sometimes talk about um, relationship building, um, you know, and, and that can be, it's different because you're always dealing with different personalities. That's mm. just what it is. That's life. Well, so yeah, you that, have that to, was the, that was the first answer I was going to go to. Bad, like, <laughs> let me not go, for, let me not go for the drama answer. <laughs> right. Let me stay, let me stay politically <laughs> correct. Um, challenging aspects of being in the music industry. I mean, from, from a production end and being a producer, I would say, Finishing product, finishing projects, and connecting with the relevant artists could always because it's always a challenge. Right. Um, I could have songs, and I think this person or that person sounds good on it, and they don't always see your vision, or it doesn't always work out. Be it business, be it legalities, be it timing, be it whatever it might be. Right. Um. So that's that's a challenge that I think everybody faces in 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 any game. How do you navigate that? <laughs> <laughs> if I had the answer to that, I'd be rich. Um, I would <laughs> right? say, I would say um, some people get set on what a project or product should be. So like I make this song for this artist and only this artist could sing that. Nobody right. else. Um, I think always prepare yourself for a B and a C and even a D artist. Um, if this yes. one don't work there, figure out what you're going to do. So, all right, I want to sell this song to A artists, but they not answer it or they don't like it. All right, so then what are I going to do? Am I going to take this song and own it for myself and then invest this with uh, unknown artists and then push this as my project? 
Like they'll just let it sit down and just do nothing. So right. you have to have backup plans, backup plans and backup plans for the backup plans, just in case um, the first goal doesn't work out. I yeah, that, that's, that's true. The, that's yeah, that's my answer for that. I like that. Now, and now, there are lots of challenges, eh, but we will stay. We will stay away from all the other, all the other stuff. Well, you're right. Backup plans, backup plans, because I think that I think that goes across anything you do, whether it's music, whether you're in a day-to-day job, business, you're an entrepreneur. You definitely have to have backup plans because you cannot, you can't always anticipate every unknown, but you can try and plan for what may or may not come. So that's great advice. Um, I did want to talk about this too. We talk about, you know, workshops, conferences, you're always doing research on you. I can see that you've been the front man to talk at conferences and seminars. You know, you've done the beat making production type entrepreneurship, um, seminars or workshops. Are you okay with being in in front of the camera? Do you prefer being behind the scenes? Um, I think no, I don't have a choice. Uh, I have, I have accepted this responsibility. Um, <laughs> you are the face of the brand, like man. Five, That's what you get. Five years ago, you wouldn't be able to get me to do this. I would have said three words and said bye. Uh, but no, 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 I have no choice. Um, I think it's, 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 it, it, it comes to a point now where the brand is me and I have to be the face to push it and um, to connect with people, especially things like the Grammy stuff. All yeah. these things, uh, you just, you just, your face have to be there to champion the cause. So I can't get away from it. If, if no. I had my way, I would be behind the scenes hiding all day. But and you have um, somebody else speak for you. Exactly, but I can't, <laughs> I, I can't do that right now. Well, <laughs> if you yet. ever need a brand pusher, I'm here for you. <laughs> I gotta ask what um. You know, I know we talked about what what inspires you, but what like doing this and 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 loving music the way it does. How do you just feel motivated every day? I have a desire to always want to innovate. I like to be the first at doing certain things or bringing things to the game first. Um, and it's just more so uh, I, I, I see the industry and I see what it's missing or where it could be or where it could grow. So I was like, all right, this needs this. Let's try this. Let's try and keep pushing. So yeah. that, that's, that's where I find my inspiration to just keep going. I want to I want to innovate. If I do a beat, I want it to sound like something nobody ever did before. Yeah. Um, I want my bass to always be the biggest bass. So I, I get this this room and these speakers to sound crazy. So when when I finish mix my rhythms, it's supposed to sound yeah. So, so it's just it's just always uh it's always that push to innovate or or, or or be the first at or to try something different. I love that. And uh I mean, this is my last question. What's kind of next for you? What's next for the company? So we know you're working on something. Something will come right. out. We know right. that. Anything yeah. else? Any other projects you got in the wing or any other big artists um, you yeah, might be have, working with? Well, we have some some stuff that we kind of paused because of watching the scene. So those will come out soon. But yeah, this special project is <laughs> is, is is quite interesting. Um, I, I see it all over your like, face. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm not going to say I completely off my rockers or this is incredible it's, it's gonna right. be either one it, it's not in between so so that's that's coming I'm, I'm really taking my time to to, to perfect that because i have the time now yeah and then i'll still do some of the um soca stuff coming in between um with this studio here of course more linkages more collaborations um yeah and just just connecting and trying to to expand as much as we can yeah, of course. I'm excited for you. This is exciting. And as a fan, I always say this in every interview, as a fan, I'm looking forward to what you put out next because 
I followed the evolution of the rhythms and the things that you've done as right. a production. But like I said, I didn't, I know of you, but I never knew who right, you were. Right, right. So now that I know, yeah, I I'm was, even more excited. I was, I was hiding all the time. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let people know where they can find you on social media, uh, where they can find precision production on social media. Talk to the people then. Uh, well, Precision is uh, Instagram, Facebook, all social media, Twitter, just Precision Prod, Precision Productions. Uh, my social media is KC underscore KSEY. Uh, website is precisionglobalmusic.com. Studio is Crystal Room Studio on Instagram. Yeah, not not that hard to find. Um, all the music on all the stores, just search Precision Productions. You'll see everything come up. And yeah, we come in, we come in soon with, with some special stuff. I love it. Uh, between DJ Bay, Sherry Hunt, Anthony Cole Music, they're all like, you know, can't wait for the new project. So it's exciting. I'm very, and thank you for letting us know here on The Zone. <laughs> Nobody yeah, knew. I haven't actually spoken about it anywhere. So, hey, yeah. that's, that's what we do on The Zone. We break exclusives. See, I get y'all so comfortable that you slip and then it's like, oh, you got to tell me a little something, something about it. So thank you. Thank you so much for locking on. It is your girl, MC Naz. This was the first episode of uh, season five of The Zone. Casey Phillips here from Precision Productions. So honored. Thank you so much for being our first guest for the season. And thank you to everybody who locked on. Thank if anybody's- you. Thank uh, you for having me. Thank you so much. And of course, to find Planet Soka, you can find us on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Just search Planet Soka. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at MC Nads with three Zs because I think I'm fancy. Find me on all social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere you can find me. Again, Casey Phillips, thank you so much for being here. It was Thank awesome. You. Great interview. All right, All right everybody have a good day. We'll catch you next week, Saturday. It will be episode two of The Zone. See you then.